Dude, I'm excited about these. We'll give, uh, you know, we did uh, the original one with Jeremy. Right, we did Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Yeah, and then we, we did, a, like, the rarities. Yeah, we did. We we listened to some Sid Barrett-era Pink Floyd singles. I think it was Great. all the way through his tenure in the band, pretty much, is what we went through. We did do that. And then I acquired, um, like, at a record store in Bentonville, right. uh, when I was also at that one, mu- Arkansas Music Works, I think yeah, it is. Yeah, Great Place. Highly um, recommended. Yeah, I dude, like it is a hundred yards from the gym that I go to all mm-hmm. the times. And I saw that building because the, the gear stands out to right. me. Right, architecturally, it's a very it, interesting it is. building. But I yes. thought, and they do, I guess, do a lot of lessons there. Yeah, they they do. Right, but they they're do. they're right across from Bentonville High School, mm-hmm. so or one of the Bentonville schools. So I thought that they were like I don't know, like a band instrument store or something. And indeed, they but are. they have like box amps and everything. True, right? They carry Fender products. Uh, they have Gretsch PRS. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? Uh, see, I just focus on the guitar stuff because yeah, they had everything, guitar, man. They had they do. They have huge. A, they have a lot. And it looked like they may have had another side that was like maybe classrooms or something. Yeah, they they do. Yeah. That's it's split between a shop and between the um, between yeah where they have the lessons, the music lessons. All right, I'm gonna just let's tilt this on if uh, you know the little uh, Pink Floyd animals. Okay, so so what what we what you had here initially is um, right. This is. Uh, saucer, saucer full of secrets, right? Mono, oh, mix mono in mono, and today we are listening to animals. Uh, the Floyd's 1977 album, I think it came out in January of that year, and track one is "Pigs on the Wing." Part one, right? Yeah, Core likes this one. It's only five songs in length. Um, only, only, but it's, uh, I guess. Um, I'm not sure on this exact version. We're listening to vinyl here, uh, but um, 41 minutes was the original. We're gonna right. do the remix, right? We will. We will cover that, which came out I think about two weeks ago. So oh, even wow, though it's really? even though it's the 2018 remix, yeah. right? It got uh, delayed uh, allegedly because of liner notes issues. Yeah, more Roger versus David. Drama, yeah, so, those guys, yeah. dude. Imagine like, it's just kind of like Led Zeppelin. Not like at this point, they could play with Bonham's son. Yeah, you know, like he stayed yeah. in with them before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like, hey, could you just give us just just a few, just a tour, one tour, just a stadium tour? Like, you remember what? Um, it's a poor comparison to the bands we're talking about, but whatever. Um, Guns and Roses. Yeah, they played at the War Memorial. Like, sold that thing out, right. dude. That's a huge stadium. It is. Roger played this um, when I saw him, but um, all the times I saw him. Dogs? Uh, he played dogs and pigs on him. Okay. Both, right. yeah. He had to have three guitar players for dogs, though, not just one David, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but no offense. I really like, I tell people this, like, I kind of, you know, get into the whole frontman arguments a lot. But Roger Waters is like the best concert I've ever been to, man. It's so good. 
Um, you can put on a show, yes. Have you heard of this uh, or been to? I've been there a few times. This venue, The Hall in uh, Little Rock. I've heard of it, but I've never been there. It's nice, dude. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Um, saw Todd Snyder there, Dashboard, Clutch. Um, government Mules playing there yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, I think I think you've told me about yeah. that. I think you said that. Uh, you know, I'm not hugely into Government Mule, but uh, the guy, the Warren Haynes, uh, he's a very talented musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is Dogs. Oh, man. And I, I believe this is your favorite song off this it, record. It's right? my favorite Pink Floyd song of and, all time. Oh, of all time. Dude, wow, dude awesome. I'm going to tell you this one part when it comes up, and, and I'm going to, uh, like, get goosebumps and get super into well, it. Well, I mean, like, I would say that, yeah, this is definitely a top-tier track. I mean, this is both great musically, but lyrically, man, it is very, very, very good. Oh, I know. Which I like that this has the, the, you know, we have the lyrics. So this is something that I always see people, and I'm glad to be podcasting these vinyls with you. Yeah. Because when we done before, <laughs> did we even do vinyl before? I think uh, no. we like listen on no, Spotify we were, or, yeah, or it was maybe YouTube. No more of that. Yeah, right. No we're, more. We're of going. That. We're taking it back. Yes. That's what we're doing. We're taking it back. This is analog. It's. It sounds warmer. You know. That's why I got this mixer too because it. It, it has that digital side. Yeah. Like it integrates really good with like Logic and stuff like that. But um, that it has that and like I can pull in all of the older stuff if I want. Right. I've been getting a turntable at home set up too. Core and I got a little. Uh, like all, all of like the, like pop punk emo bands and stuff that we were uh-huh. into in high school. Yeah. That's like that's that's our collection at home. <laughs> it's funny. She's got she's a super. Sad to her, I'm an elder emo. She's super into like Paramore. Yeah, and I'm like way after my time. <laughs> way after. <laughs> but she loves Paramore, dude. She did. Uh, Core is certified to uh, teach yoga now. And uh, she did a Paramore hot yoga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really popular, too. It was awesome. Cool. That's a a crazy uh, lyric right there. Oh, yeah. I think think David actually, and it's funny. I, I always think it's funny how we talk about bands that we really like, and we always refer to the members by their first name like we know them. Like you know, oh, oh David, David. He, David's coming over for barbecue later. I know, know what right? he meant with yeah, this. Right, exactly. You know, I was but, there when he wrote the lyric. Right, but I think that's actually David Gilmore's favorite lyric from this song. I think he said that in an interview about the the uh, sad old man dying, you know, all yeah. dying of cancer because he just was like, man, that's quite insightful, you know. And then you know, I, I, I like it. <laughs> I do. It is. It is. Stands it's out. very biting. It's a. And I'm not saying that is like ha ha pun dogs. It's it's a biting lyric, but it is. Oh, the guitar solos, yes. That, I mean, you can make the when he comes in right there with that. Yeah, which uh, David so is good. not playing his Stratocaster on this. This is a Telecaster. See, Thurman, these are the things that you always have. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, oh, what really? Yep. Uh, that's interesting. Either, either it's a Telecaster or it's what's called a Fender Esquire. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of the Esquire? Mm-hmm. Yes, single, yes, yes, yes. Single pickup, but he had his modded where he had a neck pickup put on it, but it's like a 1955, like Esquire. Interesting. But, but it, so it's essentially like a Telecaster, but yeah, he used a different guitar than his normal 
Stratocaster. So good, dude. Well, it's like that factoid that the solo on another Brick in the Wall Part Two is actually a Gibson Les Paul. You know. Ooh. Oh, you didn't know that? No. You're like, wow, oh dude. man, I've got to rethink my whole life. Yeah, I now. mean, I really you do. Know? Like, I'm not calling. My, I'm like calling on the first name basis here with <laughs> David Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is I complete this thought. This is the sort of stuff that um, a lot of people that collect vinyl say they most enjoy and i have to i have to agree yeah it's like a cd is like a mini version of this because you know when i when i was uh a teenager like you know let's just say 13 through 18 Mm -hmm. i was buying cds right me too and i was never super pumped about anything other than like getting the cd and the player to listen to it yeah you know, yeah. like sometimes yeah. the artwork and the lyrics, like I would like look at it while I was listening to it. But this is different. You know, this is uh it's just like a, a, a enlarged version. And usually um, I love that vinyl's back because usually mm-hmm. artists always have a vinyl option. Right. But uh, you don't have to squint to read this, ladies no. and gentlemen. No, not at all. All of. Uh, I, I love what he does right here, too. <laughs> that yeah. part. See, I mean, you can make the argument that this is the Roger show, but it's also the David Gilmore show as well, you know. And they really are, like, uh, both. It's just weird, dude. It's yeah. just like, I, I think about it this way, too, a lot of times anymore, because I have the perfect life comparison, but if, like, there would be, this building we're sitting in would not exist if it weren't for Cora. Like, she just does mm-hmm. this, like, uh, pivotal stuff that, like, oh, shit, like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Um, and it's not just task, but it's, like, the environment, it's a whole bunch of stuff. And likewise yeah. for me. So we're kind of like David and Roger. <laughs> the, but the martial arts version. Yeah. The married Yeah, couple. yeah. But, like, like, I'm not, I'm not sure that they they like each other at all, like, anymore. You know what I mean? Like, she hits me. <laughs> no, but I tell people this. She, she did one time kind of punch me in the kitchen kind of hard, and I, I always bring that one time up. That I'm one like, time. I'm like, oh, yeah. right in the liver. You don't even have to hit people hard in the liver. It just hurts. Wow. That's what you, in, in boxing, that can knock someone out. Yeah. Right, like it's yeah. not—it's like getting hit in the brain really hard, like turns you off. Like you get hit in the liver really hard, like it's a knockout. Mm-hmm. Right. Can be the vital organs, man. It is wild. It just shuts you down. Yeah. Like your body seizes up. Yeah. I love this part too. Yeah. Once again, some really good wordplay. I really like the bass line right here, too. Yeah. You know who played that bass line? Really? Well, no. I mean, I, it may be Roger, but, I mean, I know that on Pigs, that's David. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, David played bass, and Roger played uh, rhythm guitar. Okay. This is yeah, my yeah. favorite part of the song. And Roger plays acoustic on um, Pigs on a Wing yeah. when he oh, plays that live. Right, yeah. But, man, I love this part. Mm-hmm. Like, like. I remember listening to this on headphones when I was like a teenager and just being like, you know, did you have uh, your parents, uh, either one have a record player? Like, yeah, my dad's an audiophile, man. He's like, he's like, my dad was audiophile. Like my dad was like, my dad was like, here, listen to these Steely Dan records when I was like, you know, like 
12 years old or something like that. Not even he had a, a a gold CD version of Pink Floyd's The Wall that oh. I remember hearing a lot as a kid, and that was that was insane. Mobile Fidelity Sound Labs. That's the name of that group that puts out these gold compact discs or whatever. Interesting. I found in my sh- my we cleaned out of, uh, this week in my st- like my storage shed at home, mm-hmm. and I found this uh, like weird CD holder that like opens up on both sides and but I had a bunch of old old CDs in there and I'm like I wonder what those are I'll yeah them out and listen. it's kind of cool because dude I haven't listened to CDs in almost a decade really right. um well I mean does your vehicle have a CD player it does oh it does okay because mine doesn't I, so. I've never I don't on see I've been driving that Forester for oh a couple of years yeah now, but I don't ever think I put a CD in there the Bluetooth delays on the video makes me very upset, so oh. I just listen to my AirPods mm-hmm. when I'm watching videos driving down the road. <clears throat> I, I will listen to like the live concert we went to. There's a recording of one of them on YouTube, and I'll play it at home mm-hmm. on my living room TV. And a lot of times, my dog will be asleep, picks in here, Pupperman Bonaparte. Yeah, yeah. And, um, like when those dogs start barking, he's like, and I'm yeah. like, I oh, know it's creepy. Isn't it? And he's just like, what's going on? He's always like, uh, it's interesting. Cause sometimes dogs barking on TV don't, he's right. just like, oh, those are just TV dogs or something. I don't yeah. know. It's interesting. These are these, the, the dogs, the, or they're, the sound is being run through what's called a vocorder. It's like an envelope filter, an electronic. So that's what gives us its weird kind of wavering timber to it. Is is that is that done with a? Um, he's doing that with piano, right? Keyboard. Well, it, uh, what we're hearing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know we call this like the yeah. It's Synth. it's either well, or it's this is either the 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 David Gilmore show or the Roger Waters show. But Richard Wright, man. Yeah. Like. Like, I mean, this is all him in peace. right here. Yeah. So uh, have you been uh, following at all Nick Mason's Saucer Full of Secrets? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I would I would be down to go yeah, see that. I, they're, totally they're, playing, see um, they're playing right now shows. I saw. Yeah, yeah. There's one coming semi-close. I don't know if they're coming as close as Tulsa, but um, I would uh, definitely like to go. This is, you know, one thing too. Like when you see Roger live, like all of the all of the art mm-hmm. from the different albums, in one way or another, for the different songs, really, it's integrated into the screenshots. He has like eighteen semi trucks. You know, hates capitalism, and the t shirts are seventy five dollars, <laughs> yeah. dude. They had a sick t shirt, and I was like, oh man, I'm thinking about it. it's a tie dye. I was like, I'm thinking about getting that, and it was like 85 bucks or something. I was like, yeah. damn, bro. I still wish I would have got it. Well, speaking of capital, anti-capitalism, is is animals really just one giant kind of anti-capitalistic rant? I mean, by a millionaire? Can, yeah, by right. You know, uh, I mean, right. Uh, animals, of course, uh, is based off of the um, Orwellian. For, yeah concept right but it's uh so dogs 
are supposed to be like the it's the dog eat dog business world, right? That's essentially what he's critiquing here. I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? That's how I, I take it. Yeah, That's okay. how what I take All it right. as. Um, what what album is the other Pink Floyd song, Dogs of War? They had oh, that's on the Momentary Lapse of Reason. Much later. Yeah, that was 87. The year I was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That song is kind of garbage. but I mean, that's my opinion. If somebody else likes I, it out I there. I know someone who's that's their, your opinion, their that's, favorite song, and I'm just kind of really? like, really? Yeah, I know. Wow. See, I've he never, could, maybe I've never he was confusing that. Dogs of War with dogs. Yeah. Or maybe... You needed to play him, dogs, and then he could be like, "Oh, this is what brilliance actually sounds like." Uh, so, and we can do that now, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah, absolutely. We've we've been alive at a time when, like, so, like, imagine when you were on dial-up internet. There's no YouTube yet or Google mm-hmm. to speak of. Like, this would be like the Yahoo Messenger days, and you get into <laughs> an argument with your friend, and your mom's on the phone about who sang "Anagata Devita." <laughs> right. Yeah. Which was Iron Butterfly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So my a, a good buddy of mine, he uh told me that like he was hanging out, like two or three dudes. Uh I don't I don't really know the setting, but he was like, Yeah, these guys were saying Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead singing <laughs> saying I in a guy to Vita. Uh, and um sorry, David melted my face right there. Uh, it's okay. Um and he's like, no, 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 and and they kind of like were like ganged up on him, like, oh, you're such an idiot, you know. And he was like, Siri, play Anagata Devita, and then Siri's like, Anagata Devita by Iron Butterfly, release mm-hmm. the blah blah blah, this and this, and he starts playing. And he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> but we couldn't do that back when we were like right, fourteen right. years true. old. That's true. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about uh, those times. Like, I was telling somebody, like, a sign of someone being upper middle class, two phone lines. Really? See, one, we only had one. One That's... for the internet, one for talking. Yeah. I, oh, I only had one too, bro. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, mom's got to call grandma. Right, exactly. So you're not getting yeah. on the World Wide Web. <laughs> the information superhighway is off limits. Oh man, I wish I would have been from a Mac family because that dude like <laughs> now all my stuff is Mac. I know most yeah. most people don't go with Mac. We just got a uh, uh, Apple uh, used to be kind of laughable back in yeah. And, and, well, because they bought they got bought out by Microsoft like in the late nineties or whatever, and it was kind of like well uh, you know that war's over with or whatever. And, I finally watched that um, Michael Fassbender mm. version of Steve Jobs. See, I haven't seen that. Super. So. I mean, I but I haven't seen the Ashton good. Kutcher version. Also either, good, right? There was like an old uh, uh, made-for-TV TNT movie that was called Pirates of Silicon Valley. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. It's actually pretty we good. Should look into that. Yeah, it's got uh, Noah Wiley as Steve Jobs in it. It's pretty great. Anthony Michael Hall as Bill Gates. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Ted Turner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for See, for bringing that, that story to life. You know. Do you have cable television? No, I do not. Or satellite? No. Me either, and I haven't for, had for a decade. Nope, just dude. streaming, man. That's pretty much all I do anymore. Do you remember yeah. when streaming was like, um, I've been thinking about this a lot, too. It's like the Wild West frontier because 
there were no like sports things when you went to Amazon right. Prime. Like I didn't have to look at that. Like the the the, the Rams. Yeah, yeah, they weren't advertising their free football games. Yeah, you know? I, I remember that time. Um, and then too, like when all you wanted was like to watch YouTube on your TV, that was like a major challenge. Yeah. Now I can do it just like with a and screen mirroring with my phone. All this stuff that. Man, I can just remember vividly even less than 10 years ago when that stuff was not um, doable. Mm-hmm. Like the technology that I'm uh, utilizing with like the camera switcher and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's wild. Like I had, I, I thought I was going to have to like turn it on every time I set it up. Oh, let's flip it over. That's right. The side's over with because it was like an 18 minute song. So, so yeah, that's, uh-oh. <laughs> Part of the joys of vinyl. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Starting with side two. Pigs. Three different ones. Oh, man. I I love this song. Charade. You know, I I say charade. You say charade. Yeah. Um, What's that? I say charade. I I say garage. Garage. (laughs) Dude, I had somebody on the podcast that said garage. Yeah. But he did he lived in Miami, but he was from Barbados. Wow. Wasn't Alexander Hamilton from Barbados? I, I'm i not sure. I don't some know. some Caribbean island originally. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Pigs, three, three different ones, is each verse is about a different person. Did you know that? No. The first verse is about just, like, bureaucrats in general. Second verse is about Margaret Thatcher. And the third verse is about Mary Whitehouse. What? Why about them? Because uh, they were conservatives, like conservative politicians. And this is, and of course, Roger wasn't. <laughs> so. Dude, I will say, like, this is wild. Um, I was actually, like, kind of writing this little uh, song on the acoustic about the city government fucking with me and my mm-hmm. business. Yeah. Because it's just like, dude, you hit a certain point of success. I felt this way two times now. They're just like, they like show up and they're like, well, you need to do this and that. And you're going to have to do this and that. And I'm yeah. just like, guys, like, uh, it, and um, this is a Ronald Reagan quote, but I worked it into the song, right? I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I I just yeah cowbell. I love the cowbell. I got a cowbell over there mm-hmm. on the timbales. Hey dude, you see the uh, the the bank lamp over there? The oh I do yeah. I remember those yeah, yeah it's um I really enjoy pretty, it pretty nice. You're, you're nearly a laugh. Seeing Roger play this but live you're really was really a cry. Was awesome. Uh, piano roll yeah pretty nice yeah <laughs> uh, you know dude so I bought these Roger Waters tickets before COVID like maybe even like late 2019 when I bought them yeah right rescheduled three times it's happening next weekend in Dallas 
we can't sell the tickets. Can't find anybody that like wants to buy them or wants to go. Yeah, well, isn't well Roger is a little unpopular right now anyway. So. Yeah, on the Ukraine situation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, he's been appearing on different shows. I think he was on CNN or something. Yeah. He usually is though. He usually pops up on. That'll probably be the theme of this tour, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I mean, I thought Waters would be somebody against totalitarian. The last one was stuff, definitely but... very anti-Trump and with the election yeah, coming up, yeah, I bet. exactly. So. Well, dude, that's, man, that's also, like, I think why we need music and live music is because, like, I, I've been really getting um, in a rabbit hole with, like, the French Revolution and pre-revolution like the censorship mm. was insane yeah right yeah. and um there wouldn't have been this allowed right you know like uh the, this sort of dissent yeah you know this uh the the, the royal reviewers are going to take a look at that and uh let you know if you're allowed to record it you know Things like that, just real interesting um, to look back. Right. Right. That's, yeah. You got the pigs winking in here. Yeah. It's right, the, the, the pig motif or whatever. See, or, there's one of these yeah. flying around at the yeah. concert. At, at the concert? Like, yeah, like a gigantic one. That's, that's pretty, yeah, yeah. This has some sick artwork on it too. Yeah, man. it's very it. psychedelic. It's very yeah of its of its yeah, era. Some astrology, yeah. but you know I've got I've got to say like I've always man I've always liked the album cover. Yeah, I've always liked the album cover to animals, man. Me I've too. Always, I've always dug this because I mean I know everybody focuses on like Dark Side of the Moon. This is my favorite album. Wish you were here. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like uh, I don't know. I just always like the. Uh, this image, it looks more like a painting than it does like a picture. So it's kind of cool. Uh, I heard that um, allegedly this was Roger's idea that he just went around taking pictures on his daily commute or something like that. And it was like, well, Battersea Power Station looks like the perfect setting for, you know, this project we're working on or whatever. I think he claims he took it while riding on a bicycle. But if it's Roger, no, nah, he's probably being chauffeured. He came around. up with everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that was the dispute with the liner <laughs> notes, actually, is that he was like, well, David's taking credit for something that he shouldn't take credit that was actually my idea. And it's like, oh, come on, man. Just just lay off, you know? Yeah, man. Well, see, that's just like, um, I wonder how many bandmates are friends. Yeah. At what point does it become a business? Because, I mean, with the pandemic, I saw a lot of bands because of, I'm sure, just, like, things tightening up, like yeah. the tours, but, like, that's how they make their money. Um, but, like, it being talked about very much, like, well, I, okay, so you know the band The Spin Doctors? Yes. They they, kicked, they, they had that the, one great hit. By great, I mean, it's you couldn't get away from it. What yeah. is that? Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Is, is that it? Or two, oh, are, well, they, do they have two They're all then? the same song. Okay. Uh, two Princes. Yeah, see, that's what I think of. Then they had, was Two Princes the one about Superman? 
I've they had one. Don't know what was the other dude that was always after Lois Lane. Like that also worked at the 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 news place. Jimmy Jimmy Olsen. Blues. Yeah, okay. That was the third song. That, anyway, they kicked their bass player out because he wouldn't get the vaccine, bro. Okay, he's gone. <laughs> okay, we're going back on tour, bro, and you're not gonna fuck this up for us. Yeah, like that was the sentiment. Um, several bands did that, replace members um, because of uh, some of it. With like the member just like didn't want to go on tour because of the pandemic. Right, it's just very strange. Um, but yeah, a lot of bands got really, I think, things tightened up for them. We're just now getting on the other side of that, like uh, in the last, you know, eight or ten months. Yeah. Wow. Dude, while not, you know, because I got a fair amount of live music. Like we're going to Panic next weekend. Yeah. Billy Strings a couple weekends after that. Pussifer coming up. Uh, so like you know like we got a concert a month, but like there was like a year of no concerts. Right. That's weird. Yeah. That's... And concert tickets I bought like three years ago. Like they're just <laughs> just now that shows just now happening. Yeah. But are you gonna be there? No. No. <laughs> if it wasn't in Dallas, if it's in Tulsa, I'd be there. What you got against Dallas? It's just, it's twice the drive. I'm gonna make it to Tulsa in under three hours. Yeah, Dallas is like with a with a good stop and stretch your legs or maybe eat. You six hours yep. plus six mm-hmm. and a half seven if you stop and like eat a meal. Right. Which is not you know not bad, uh, but like uh, I don't like doing this anymore. Like last time, this is what I enjoyed. We went to Tulsa. We saw the show stayed like right there next to the venue at a hotel mm-hmm. got coffee drove back the next morning it was great <laughs> i didn't have to drive back after the show yeah i got ptsd from that so brian you said this is your favorite pink floyd album correct that's correct why uh well, or, or is this something we should say for after the record? Uh, well, we can uh, we could sum it up. Well, I mean, it's so. I mean, it's definitely like this will be the only one I li- that we listen to in all of the Floyd albums. It's my favorite. But I mean, so like Dogs is my favorite song. Okay, so my favorite song, and this song, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he performs essentially this entire album live. Yeah, when, when I've seen him. Uh, I dig the concept and the artwork and, you know, even like apart from favorite song on dogs, like the, the riffs, mm-hmm. like the lead riffs that Gilmore does with that. Like there's just like in like the, the different, like that one part of the song where he's like, you know, chucking. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just different, man. Um, I also like that. Most people you meet that like, so like we're in this era where, and I like fucking with people, like cause you'll be wearing a Pink Floyd shirt and I'm yeah. like, David or Roger? And they're like, what? Yeah. Who? And I'm like, who's the front man of Pink Floyd? Which one is pink? Yeah. yeah and they're like, yeah. and uh, I like it. Dude. There's this guy wearing a Grateful Dead shirt in, in boxing. He's like 19 years old. And I'm like, who's the front man? It's like. Oh, uh, and I'm like Jerry Garcia, bro. Jeez, 
And and I'm like, name three Grateful Dead songs. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I don't know. And I'm just like, damn, man. Yeah. I'm like, Grateful Dead's a pretty sick band. You should look into it. It's just like now they're a it, they're a brand. Right. That you get this buy their stuff at Walmart. Yeah. Pink Floyd's same, kind of gone through. The same yeah, thing. actually, yeah, that's pretty true. Like. Like you go to any hot topic, and there's always a dark side of the moon T-shirt in there, always. But okay, so most of those people they don't know about this album. They don't know about dogs. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah. Even like even the the uh, one we just listened to, three different ones. I just don't run into non. Like everybody's just like, oh, you know, wish you were here and uh, comfortably numb. Mm-hmm. Like the things that you're gonna hear on the radio, right? What else would you hear on the radio from them other than those two? Uh, the Wall. Yeah. I mean, Dark Side of the Moon's type still, like, you know, the money. Mm-hmm. Money, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Like, this is just, like, there are really no songs from this album that I feel like are mainstream. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And some of that might have to do, too, with the length as well. Trying to cut these down to radio singles, I feel like, would be. I like that aspect as well. Because, you know, why should you have to write a three minute song? I feel that same way, dude. Like, we're going to, we're recording right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've been recording for 30 minutes. And, like, um, people on TikTok forever could only do a 60-second video. Now yeah. it could be up to three minutes. Right. But it's like, why have um, get uh, pigeonhole yourself into, you know, a certain length? Yeah. I like that. Uh, that's what I like, uh, like about Tool is they have uh, really long songs. Mm-hmm. And it's it just that it's different, you know? It's like the arrangement of the song is unique in comparison to other songs you would listen to. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Floyd here. Yeah. Uh, how how long is Echoes, man? I listened uh, to that uh, album in here the other day. Yeah, well, off, off metal, uh, Echoes is like 23 minutes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's Roger's bass line on that is real good. Mm-hmm. Um, when we saw Widespread Panic play at Huntsville... They um, did this Pink Floyd jam, this Pink Floyd sounding jam. Bass lines are awesome. Yeah. Their bass player will um, um, he will like do little riffs on uh, Pink Floyd songs like all the time, like little like jams or interludes or beginning of songs. Right. Run like hell, for example. Classic. That's one you hear on the radio. But yeah, these these are not fit for radio play. They're way too long. They're probably too political. Too political. They're they're pretty jammy. Like they kind of evolve, I guess. So to cut chunks out, I think would be really really hard. So speaking of that, and speaking of like censorship, do you you know the band and like they're like a one hit wonder basically? But Weedus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just a teenage. Yeah. Dirtbag. Yeah, yeah, Teenage Dirtbag. Um, there's a song, a line in that song about someone bringing a gun to school. Okay. But it's like like a little turntable scratching it out on the radio version. Yeah. But they had all kinds of grief getting that released mm-hmm. in like um, s- because of the Columbine Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Which happened on my birthday. Wow. Yes. It's a heavy... Uh, 
That and then uh, it's Hitler's birthday, and yep. it's, weed, it's weed smoking day too, though. So that's the balances it, it out. Yeah. Four twenty. Yeah. So this is sheep, which, uh, you know, uh, this is this is a good song. This was actually on um, Echoes, the best of Pink Floyd. Do you remember mm-hmm. that two CD? Like best of came out in the early two thousands. I don't know. Yeah, this is like my. This mine. is actually my introduction to animals. Was this song because it was on there and it was like, wow, I've never heard this before. Dude, one of these days uh, we should take a trip. Um, which they, I don't think they're open on the weekend though. But man, Arkansas CD and Record Exchange. Yeah, dude, I've been there. So, like, mm-hmm. have you been down the hall of records? Uh, well, I haven't been there like in ten years. So okay, so there's like the, this like it's off like the main showroom or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like a little hall, you know. And um, at the end of it, it's like this is what forty thousand records looks like, and it's just like a crazy. The shelves just like like all the way to the ceiling, all the way down. And it's just like just enough for one person to walk through. Wow. But I'm um, like, uh, just, you know, and he's got a lot of Pink Floyd, like, out of the main floor. But, like, mm-hmm. that's where you go for, like, the rare stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, half-speed masters. That's like I was, like, you had any widespread panic, and he was, like, follow me. And, like, pulled all the Panic albums out and was, like, there you go. And I was, like, I'll take all of them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, really... Um, really interesting place i really like it uh and I, I like going there and just like we we've been going to like record stores like on the road so probably probably go to that one there's one on bill street in memphis that uh, we've gone to a few times can't remember the name of it um but i s- snagged like a dickie betts record there yeah almond brothers guitar player yeah 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 this is the spooky part of this song. Like, this is, is this the one part the you were song. talking about? Yeah, this is this is the, yeah, sacrilege. With with bright knives, he releaseth my soul. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Yeah, it's pretty pretty bleak, but you know. So, like, like in the in the narrative of the sheep, I guess it's supposed to be us. We are we are the sheep. This this is my favorite line. Yeah, well. Master the art of karate. <laughs> I will. It was like subliminal, Brian. Like like maybe you heard that in your youth. When you play it backwards, it's so something else. Yeah. Space Floyd. Yeah. It's like so weird. Wow. So when when was the first time you heard this album? Oh, I was an adult. Really? Yeah. I didn't get super into Pink Floyd until probably like ten years ago. Hmm. Because I did. I was one of those other people, dude. I was just oh, listening okay. to the songs driving on the road. But yeah, not because I owned like the album or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I wore this this album out. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. I mean, there's a lot of music I got into late, 
Um, and it's re- it's mostly older stuff. Like for example, I didn't start listening to Neil Young until mm. I was an adult either. Yeah. Like, um, and then oh, I bought a Neil Young album the other day. Um, I can't remember which one it is. It was a just like a like a used one, and then I used John Prine greatest okay. hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the Neil Young one, I think it had "Don't Be Denied" on it, which is a good song. Mm-hmm. So is this like Marxism, like realized here at this point? Because it's like the sheep have risen up and attacked the dogs and seized the means of production. Is that is that what's happened here? I think so. I mean, I'm just real still as sad about when the horse goes to the glue factory. <laughs> yeah. That's the most fucked up part of the whole book and story, dude. Like yeah. the saddest part. Yeah. TNT, they did an animal farm. Yeah, I remember that, right? And it really, like, so I got to see the digital version of that. It's very sad as, as a child. Yeah. I was probably, like, 12 years old. I don't know. Yeah, this is a good outro. And then we we finished it up with Pigs on the Wing Part 2. Roger trying to interject um, some sunshine, I guess, into into this. I think what's kind of funny is that the perspective of Pigs on the Wing Part 2 is apparently he's singing it from the perspective of a dog. Like, as in... Harper Man? Well, as, <laughs> is it, as like, like um, from... Like the song dogs, but he's like reformed and like, well, uh-huh. there's more to life than just this or whatever. But I think it's kind of funny that Roger's like, I'm not one of these sheep, you know. I'm, I'm a what's the what's the linear comparison to our society here? You know, we're not, you know, British. No, I I don't I don't know I don't know in in terms of American society how this how about goes. Charlie Sheen and Wall Street. Yeah, okay. We'll target him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a great album. Uh, you know, too, this is, like, here's the value of this to me. I was like, um, you know, Ben Aiken, when he came on the podcast, he he works with people um, at this uh, rehab facility that have dementia. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, because he's a music major. Yeah, and right. And it's so musically talented, but, like, that just makes conditions so much better for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Um, but so, so like we focus on things like exercising, you know, sit down and exercise. It'll mm-hmm. make you feel better. It's, it's this too. Yeah. You know, so many times I've been sitting here listening to an album and you just get goosebumps, man. Yeah. Or it just elicits a, an emotional feeling that positive maybe makes you cry even. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's something people should do more of. Yeah, I agree. everybody gets I agree. busy, and um, I really dislike any more um, sitting down listening to a whole album. I do like having a digital option, like because I ride my bike for like thirty minutes. Yeah, and you can do a whole album sometimes yep. in, in that amount yep. of time. By the time I you know get on the road and everything, I can easily do a whole album. Nineteen seventy-seven. That's right. Came out in January. Some people consider this Pink Floyd's punk album. Wow. Yeah. Some people. I mean, not everybody, but it, I 
I've I've heard that. Well, it's not it's not radio friendly, so. Yeah, um, that is interesting too about the length of their songs. I mean, um, is that why Shine on You Crazy Diamonds doesn't get uh, radio play? Uh, I mean, I've heard it on the radio a couple times. But yeah, but it's like it's not prominent. But to me, right, that's a standout song. I wonder if also is it, that it? Yeah, that's the end of the album. That's it for Animals from 1977. So yeah, that's that's all for that. Um, but yeah. no, no, you do occasionally occasionally hear it. But yeah, it's, and it's always that first that first block, right? Yeah, you, you never hear the second part of it. Like I love that at the very end riff. Yeah, yeah, so good. And they, 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 okay. So just like small little elements that stand out, like the cowbell mm-hmm. and things like that. I, I'm it, um, just different parts of different songs. I think uh, this is just a unique album. I don't know. I've always been partial to it. It just stood out to me. And I really will say, I think 2017 is when I got like really into this album. Mm-hmm. And it was after I saw Roger Waters live for the first time. I was just like, whoa. Because he pretty, like say, pretty much plays like the whole album mm-hmm. as a part of the set list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just really, um, really an interesting album. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so we got the remix coming. Yeah, we, we have... The, so out of... I think we did this with Piper. So out of a score of 10, what would you give Animals? <clears throat> I mean, you said it's your favorite Floyd record. It so is my is favorite. It, is it a 10? Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, well, like, yeah, sort of. Sort of. It's only five songs. Yeah. Um, but they're long. But also... Really, dogs is the the longest one. What are the length of the others in comparison? Uh, I want to say pigs is like maybe thirteen minutes, and she three different is ones like maybe twelve. Yeah, it's like yeah, so, yeah. the same, maybe eleven, twelve minutes. They're long. I mean, they're over ten minutes each, and then yeah, your pigs it, on a wing. It is. Like yeah, the two, pigs on a wing minutes. one and two. Interesting little sandwich mm-hmm. to the album. Yeah. Um, to me, I, I, I mean, like, like, of course, those are like, that would be my least favorite parts, right, of this record. So what I'm basically saying is, if these were also awesome, you know, ten to twenty three minutes, sick Floyd songs, yeah. David doing stuff, that'd be better for me. Okay, so would you say it's more like a nine point five out of ten, or not point three ish? Three ish. We're getting into like Pitchfork Media yes. style ratings here. Yes. It's, Oh man, I bust out fractions. Yeah. Seven eighths. <laughs> nice. Nine and seven eighths. <laughs> or three eighths, I don't know. Um anyway. Yeah, that's that's kinda how I feel about that. Uh but well like for example Metal is only five songs too, right? Uh yeah, I think so. But it's uh I feel like uh much it, it's it's the songs are longer except for that one with the dog. Mm-hmm. Madam Mazzelle Yeah, Dukes. it's kind of like uh, Seamus. Right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, Seamus. It's, it's renamed on um, Live in Pompeii. Yes, that's, that's a great, uh, great DVD. Yeah, but uh, right. Uh, so, I mean, this format is not necessarily 
unique to this, that five song thing. I mean, they, they did that on Wish You Were Here too, I believe. Yeah, that is true. Right, but the song lengths are much longer here, and uh, they're not as... See, I, I don't want to necessarily describe Pink Floyd as a pop band. They don't. Ha- they're not like hooky type, like sing along type music. But this is definitely more challenging than some of their their previous ventures. Yeah, it is less consumer. I don't know. I mean, it. it I think it appeals to a wide audience. But then, like what we're saying, like that's. That censorship, like why can't there be 15-minute songs on the radio? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, that's interesting to me. Uh, those people might have too much to say. Yeah. Uh, to me, another thing that's very intriguing about this record is just the the contrast. The, the Right? The, the thematics in this, the contrast with what came before, and then you have this. Like, Wish You Were Here is a very warm... It's almost like, like a melancholy-type record. Yeah, right? for it, sure. And this is just like cold, dark, just uh, very sardonic in its lyrics. Marching. Like, and, and it's it's a precursor in a way, of course, to the wall. Yeah, that same sort of um, the the same sort of vibes you get from that record. What year did Wish You Were Here come out? That was in '75. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. So, so that's two years after. previous. And then the wall comes out in '79. '79. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so we'll have to do the remix, and then we'll just uh, plan, maybe we'll do this mono one after that. Yeah. Maybe on a catch on a weekend, we can listen to two albums yeah, in a row. Sounds, sounds... Doctor says exercise, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, all, uh, always a pleasure sitting down with you. Yeah, friend. absolutely, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, to, glad to be here, glad to be back. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, I'm, I've been uh, sprucing the place up. Yeah, it looks so great. It's, uh, it's coming together. I have four volume pedals down here. <laughs> crazy awesome but we'll see what i what i want to do for, for so like you know, like for example like when we podcast with julie mm-hmm. she's super nice like there's a couple of times in the podcast that we were like <laughs> you know doing stuff like that but not bad but you can yeah, hear yeah, really yeah, well yeah, on these yeah, mics yeah. but it's not like i don't know it's not annoying to me like i hear other people using this same exact mic but people will mute the the podcast mm-hmm. like or mute the, their mic right like julie does it when she's zoom and uh i'm like oh that's such great etiquette julie it is it is great so like when dr tarver recorded his episodes which i was just doing recordings for him he was like okay when they start talking i want you to mute me okay you know and i'm mm-hmm. like okay yeah i get yeah. that um because we were just sitting here but um i want to put these mics on like a volume pedal okay so yeah you can no, do that. great idea yeah yeah that's so, great idea but um, I just now, like, this is the week I'm going to start playing with that. Like, uh, I want to get the mics on a volume pedal so I can do that. And then um, just my effect chains. Yeah. Like, I have four. So we can we'll have plenty of volume pedals for everyone. All right, man. Sounds well, we'll go great. ahead and uh, right. wrap it up. And we'll be back uh, with more music unravels. Absolutely. Pink Floyd. All right. Signing off. Thank you.